Well, good morning. My name's Chris Martinez and welcome to Lakeside Church. We're so glad that you guys could be here today. I just want to give a shout out to our dream team. They show up early every Sunday morning and make sure this this happens in here. There's a lot of work to do. In fact, Mike, see him walking down off the stage. Um, he got here a little bit before I did. As I was pulling the trailer in, I saw his car and he was asleep. Um, he was, so I took a picture. Yeah, yeah, I took a picture and uh, he said he was uh, lying before the Lord or just soaking it all in. To me, it looked like he was asleep, but that's all right. He shows up early and, um, you know, praise God. We actually, I actually got here earlier um, than that and we set the air down, made sure it was nice and warm in here. And so they do things to try to make it comfortable for you guys. So we just want to celebrate them. They don't toot their own horn, but I just think that they're awesome. And um, another group of people I want to celebrate would be the the gentlemen that went yesterday to do the on our serve day. They went out there and they were uh, cutting down things with chainsaws and using using machines and clearing up someone's yard um, that was not able to do it on their own. And um, they said they had a blast and they went out and did man stuff and ate at a uh, greasy truck stop over there and they said they had a good time one of the guys said he was uh, starting a chainsaw in his sleep all night last night or no that, that's what his wife said but but they, they had a blast and so you know I just thank God um, my family's sick I wasn't able to make it out there and so I thank God that I didn't feel like I needed to be there that we have good strong men in this church that um they can get something done, and uh, they, they don't need me to do it for them. So praise God for that. And um, I will be will be at the next one. Um, but but we started a message last week, and um, it was something I believe God spoke to me. And so I want to kind of review that a little bit and just make sure we are all on the same page and everybody knows um, kind of what's going on. Um, but we handed out everybody a soda can, and today we are handing out everybody an envelope. But let me talk about the soda can, and you can go back on our website and um, find the, the messages tab and listen to the sermon on um, I can, on the soda can, what we talked about. But I'm going to highlight, I'm going to just highlight a few things so you can see. See, this can was formed. It was specifically designed. Um, for a purpose and so are you God has designed you for a purpose you look just the way you are you you all you talk just the way you are however you are is God's design for you for his purposes but the can is not only formed it is filled nobody buys an empty soda can unless you are some kind of a collector or maybe you want to put soda in them to sell like you're a distributor but no, we buy the soda can for the soda. And it's what God has put in you. You are filled with the spirit, whether you believe it or not, whether you um, you feel it or not. Let me say not believe it or not, but, but whether you feel it or not, you are filled with the spirit of God. That's what he does. That's what he did. If you are a a believer in Christ, his spirit lives in you. And then also the can is sealed. We seal things to protect freshness and, and make sure they can be delivered where they are to go. 
and this soda can, it is sealed. And you are sealed. The Bible says you are sealed by the Holy Spirit. That the Holy Spirit protects you and, and he keeps you. And it's a seal from God. But not only is it a protection thing, but the seal is also, it's a labeling thing. We put a seal on things and it's a label. And so you are labeled, you are identified as Christ. And you should rest in the identity that you have in Christ. Because labels make a big difference. There could be two cans up here with almost exactly the same contents. And you'll pick one over the other based on the label. The label makes a huge difference. And God picks you because you are identified in Christ. You are, you are in the beloved. The last thing, the cans are, they're sent. These cans are sent all over the world. In fact, that's why they're designed. Um, so that, that soda can be transported everywhere and easily. Um, you know, it's not the soda fountain where you have to, you know, pour it into a cup and hope it makes it there. But these are easily transportable. They can go all over the world. And the last thing is they have to be cracked open and poured out. And, and we have to allow God to, to crack us open and pour us out and do what we can. You know, uh, the idea, there's that verse that everybody's heard. It says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It's, it's my, my thought, my, my idea that that verse has been hijacked by the body of Christ to mean things that it was never meant to mean. It, Paul was wrote that verse when he was talking about all the trials and the tribulations he had to overcome for, to fulfill the mission that God had given him. And so you can do everything that God has called you to do, no matter how difficult it is. Um, but to take that verse and say, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, and, and for me personally to go out and try to dunk a basketball, it, it ain't going to happen. That's not how that verse was intended, I believe, um, to, to work. You know, I, got, I probably can't even touch a net anymore. The best I could ever get was to touch the rim, but there was no dunking going to happen in my life. And so, but if God has called you to do it, if it's something for his plan, for his purpose, then yeah, you can do it. All things. doesn't matter how hard it is. doesn't matter how impossible it sounds. But you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. And so today, we, uh, we, I gave everybody an envelope. Uh, so hold up your envelope. And um, there's actually um, a verb that comes um, that is similar to the word envelope. And it's the word envelop which it means is on the screen, a covering, to be covered, to be completely covered and sealed. And so we're going to talk about how this envelope is very um, similar to what God wants to do with you. Um, you know, envelopes, we don't, we don't use paper a lot anymore. I just got a new office and I moved in there and uh, people ask me how I want things and I'm electronic. Give them to me electronically. I can save them. I can store them. I can file them. But if you give me lots of paper, I lose it. I just can't hold on to paper. I just misplace it and I'm just not good with paper. Uh, and so we don't deal with paper a lot, but we still deal with the letter and with the envelope um, for important things. For instance, our bank mails us things. I know some of it's electronic, even that now, but some of it is, you know, they mail the important stuff to your house so that you can have that paper copy. Um, when we bought our house and we had to close on our house, we were in one city and they were, or when we sold our house, we were in one city and they were in another city and we were able to close 
um, through the mail, basically. You know, they mailed us something in an envelope. We signed it in front of a notary. They mailed it back, and um, we got we got the closing done that way. So we do important work with an envelope, and God has called you to important work. And so let's just look at kind of the way it's set. First of all, on this side, kind of has that flap. Again, it's that idea of sealed. You know, we are sealed. We talked about that with ICANN, is, is you are sealed uh, by the Spirit of God. God has sealed you to protect you and to keep you safe. And um, the envelope, again, is not really what's important. It's what's on the inside that is important. And so um, it's what God, the Word of God that He's deposited in you and the um, Spirit of God that He has placed within you, that is what is important. And so, but let's look at the back or the front. I don't know, whatever side this is, the side you ride on, okay? So the first thing you do when you mail a letter or you fill out an envelope is you write um, where it's from. Right up here in the top left corner, you can see it on the screen. You guys know that. You put your name, your address, zip code, all that stuff. And, and, and it's where it's from. And you know, where you're from matters. Your story matters. Nobody else has lived your life. Nobody else has had your victories and nobody else has had your struggles. But all of those victories and all of those struggles can be important into what God is doing with you and through you. Somebody needs to hear your story. Your story matters. We could take, and we're not going to do it, but but we could get all emotional right here, and we could we could share everything, every hard thing we've had to go through, every time we've lost someone, every time we've we've been um, been joyous, and there's been something awesome, and and we could share our stories, and we did that last month in our unfiltered um, series where stories matter. Um, and they're essential into what God is doing in us and through us. You know, I, I, me growing up in Miami and and the struggles uh, I had with my father. You know, I mean that that is part of my story. I can use that. I can relate to people that that did not get along with their with their father and it wasn't all him I mean a lot of it was me I was a turd and I was a big greasy turd I was terrible I, I just uh, I was a bad kid I crashed my dad's van into the side of the house I mean how many of you guys have done that you know and he didn't really even get mad over that you know I mean surprisingly he got mad over other stuff and so we had we had issues and there was conflict but but God restored that you know one of the things I've been I've been grateful about is is that's the beginning of the story, the beginning of it, but the part that we're in right now. I mean, last weekend my dad, um, you know, comes to church. He helps set up early, drives up here, and then he brings his trailer. And I'm thinking, what are you doing with the trailer? And uh, there was there was a guy over there, Dan. Dan needed help moving a fish tank. So my dad drives after church, and they, they recruited me to go too. And we went and we picked up a fish tank. Now this was not a fish tank, little fish tank. This was huge. I mean, it was giant. We had to put it on a trailer, and it was heavy, and we had to move it. And my dad was all about it, you know, loading up the trailer and just uh, being helpful, being great. And then he came over to the house afterwards, after we moved this big, slimy, smelly fish tank because it was covered in gunk and cleaned it out 
and put it in Dan's house. And no offense to Dan, I love you, Dan, but that was a big fish tank, man. And then, and then we get to my house afterwards, and he just hangs out with the kids, and he's having fun, and he's laughing, and he's serving, and he's enjoying it, and just the work that God is doing. In fact, it was him that led the the men's uh, day yesterday when they went out and they they did the work at that house. He said, "Don't worry about it. My family was sick. We had soccer games. We had a lot going on." He said, "Don't worry about it. Stay home. I can do this." And I was like, "All right." And they're the men can do it. They don't need me for everything, but but it was he gave me the confidence that you know sometimes you feel as in a new church as the pastor you you got to be at everything and um, you know being bivocational that, that, that doesn't always work. But your story, where you are from, matters and it's powerful and God can use it. And so that's something that is always written, something you're always enveloped with, something you're always covered with. The next thing is, is what is written right there in the middle of the envelope. In fact, we write it bigger. That's where it's going. See, where it's going is always written bigger. It's always more important than where it's from. In fact, when I write a letter and I write where it's from, you know, I'll put the first initial of my name, I'll scribble it in there, it's all bad handwriting. But when I write where it's going, Man, I pay attention. It's like kindergarten all over again, you know, trying to make my letters clear because I don't write things with my hand a lot. And so, you know, especially if it's going to like the IRS or somewhere super important, you're writing this letter, you know, you're you're double checking the zip code and the numbers and did I get the right P.O. box and can they understand what I did? Because the future, your future is bigger than your past. What God has called you to is bigger than what he's called you through. And God wants you to know that, that, that don't be defined by your past. Be defined by your future because that's where it's going. You know, do you know what the longest time it's ever taken for a, a letter to be um, delivered? Something like 220 years in France. You know, they, they, they mailed something to one city. It got put in the bottom of a drawer. You can look it up. And, and for about 200 years, it just sat there and somebody... They pulled it out of the drawer and, and they said, no, we, we got to deliver this. It's been too long. You know, I, I might have just thrown it away and say, oh, too late. Nobody needs that now. But but there was there was a significance about making sure it got where it was supposed to go. And God wants to make sure that you get where, you, where you're going is more important than where you're from. Um, see this week um last sunday we did the i can message and then i went and moved a fish tank and uh came back to the house and as i was pulling into the driveway um, my neighbor next door he's been really sick with cancer and uh you know hospice just started to go in and out and i knew time was short and you know he's a good guy um no indication that he doesn't know the lord but i just wanted to check i just wanted to have that that conversation with him um but but sunday i was tired and i said you know i'll i'll do it later i know i can walk over there now but I, I can do it later you know i got time and so i went inside spent time with the family and then um monday comes and now it's that time of work where you leave and it's dark and you get back and it's dark and it just feel you feel kind of just like you want to go straight inside and so monday night comes and i get home from work and it's dark and cold and I just was like you know what 
uh, I should go over to see my neighbor and you know just make sure he's right with the Lord and um, and I didn't I went went inside Tuesday morning um, I believe it was we get the message that he uh, he passed I didn't have I didn't have any more time I could have stopped I should have stopped but, but I didn't that was my past I, I missed an opportunity and I I just got to trust that God loves him more than than I do that if I didn't go that possibly God sent somebody else or that he was right with him and you know I have to live with that and I'm, I'm very sorry but but I did not let that stop me or define my future because I know what God has called me to do so the next day on my way home from work it was still dark and it was still cold but there was this little street over in town that I've been praying for this one specific area of town since we moved here and I just I have a heart for it I don't know why I can't explain it but I decided to do something I I drove my car down that street and I stopped and I got out and I started talking to people about Jesus. And I talked to Johnny and Kenny and Mary and shared with them that, you know, two years ago, God sent me here to start a church. And I've been praying for the street and I love them and Jesus loves them. And uh, got to pray for Mary, who has cancer, um, liver, liver cancer. And um, it was great. Uh, I wasn't going to let my past... To, uh, be greater than my future because I know what God has called me to do so I missed one but I made sure I went out and I got three and so I uh, you know what God has called you to is greater than what he's brought you through and so focus on on where he's called you to and, and the plan and the purpose you know it's different than my purpose you see the soda can from last week it it can't do everything it can't solve the thirst of everybody in this room but it can s fix mine it can solve mine I, it can quench my thirst you may not be able to end hunger in africa you may not have that kind of money but but you can do something and you should do something. And we all do what we can do. You you may never want to preach and stand up in front of people and talk about Jesus like I'm doing. But but you love to cut stuff with a chainsaw. And that's your gift set. And, you know, if that was a spiritual gift, you'd be all over it. And, um, you know, you love to serve. And, and that's why we had guys on Saturday that said, you know, I could do that. I'd love to do that. You know, hand me a chainsaw and be quiet and let me go. and Let me cut down. I'll cut down everything in sight. And um, that's um, they, what, that's what they can do, and it serves somebody in need that that could not do that on their own. In fact, we have somebody else that said, "Hey, I'm next. I'm next." I, uh, it's it's a lady that uh, she lives alone, and and she can't do that kind of stuff. I mean, and nor should she. And that's what the church is here for. And so, um, as we can, you know, you don't. This is not a message of condemnation. This is a message of hey, activation. What can I do, and when can I do it? And so. Um, we'll get, we'll get her on the list and we'll figure out how to make that happen. And, um, 
you know, so that's that. That's it. It's what your your future is bigger than your past. The next thing that goes on the envelope um, and the envelope and what you are covered with is is the stamp. The fact that this thing is paid in full. Um, you know, you put the price on it, and it can go just about anywhere in the world. And God has paid the price for you. You are valuable. Um, you are valuable, and He has paid for you. Um, I did a assembly at a school um, and I didn't talk about Jesus but I, but I spoke truth and I took a two dollar bill because that's all I had in my wallet and I said uh, how much is this worth and they said two dollars I said what if it was crumbled up and what if it was uh, dirty and disgusting how, how much would it be worth they said two dollars I said uh, how many of you guys have ever worked the cash register and a bunch of them had you know if you've ever been a cashier you know sometimes money is disgusting it's gross. People put it in places and it just looks nasty and it's sweaty, but it's still valuable because um, that's what we've said. It's worth a dollar, so it's worth a dollar. It doesn't matter what it looks like. And, and what you are worth is the blood of God's own son. You are valuable. That's the price that you are worth because that, that's, what, that's the value you have because that's the price that was paid. When he died on the cross, he paid in full for your sins paid in full it's paid it's done it's 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 covered your sins are are under the blood of christ and if you believe in him um, you're forgiven and he's paid the price to take you anywhere in the world wherever your future is um the price is paid for you to get there and that's essential to understanding what god has called you to do um is that the price was paid and so this message um you know, again it was simple just a reminder, I would hope that every time you grab an envelope, you realize that you are enveloped, you are covered um, with, with your past, that's part of you, but God can use that. You're covered even greater with your future, with what God has called you to, what is greater than what he's brought you through, and that the price is paid, that he has paid a great price, and that he's put something inside you. The envelope is is, is not what we look for. It's it's an important piece, but what's on the inside that matters. And, and fill yourself with the Word of God. Be in the Scriptures and be full of His Spirit so that when God sends you to places, people can look inside. And sometimes it feels like you're being ripped open and God is showing how His Word is true in your past, how it's true in your future, and how He's paid the price for you. And it's, it's glorious. And so right now I just I wonder would you guys just bow your heads and just close your eyes and be with me for for a minute here um, maybe there's somebody in here you don't feel like uh, you don't feel like you've got back past your past you haven't gotten past your past and that it doesn't seem it seems greater than your future and God wants to let you know you're forgiven and the past is paid for. It's under his the blood of his son. That when he died on the cross, he died for you. And that your future is, is greater than that. That God has called you to more than that. And I would love to, to pray with you. Who is that? Would you just raise your hand? Amen. Amen. I know there's more than that. There's people that feel bound by their past and God doesn't want that. He wants you to, to know the future that he has for you. So we're just going to say a prayer and God I pray that um, people that raise their hands, people that 
feel bound by their past, they would find the forgiveness and the mercy of Christ and that you would touch them and, and heal them and let them feel the love of God that you have for them and that they're filled with your word and your spirit and you do a great work in their life. In Jesus' name, amen. But before you guys go, um, there's something I'd like to let you know about. Every Thanksgiving, my wife and I try to find a way to serve and to just uh, do what we can, you know, and it started um, a few years ago. We had this desire to feed a family that that maybe couldn't have a Thanksgiving like we could, and so we were sitting in bed, and we decided, you know, even if we just make one meal and deliver it to one family, uh, we can do that, and so um, we made that decision, and then within the next week, we wound up getting involved um, just with the right people. I don't know exactly how it happened. I can't tell you, but we wound up getting, I think, over 150 free meals and a location where people were hungry, and all we had to do was coordinate some volunteers, and so within a week, we basically got that done and met at this location and served the meals and delivered them, and it was awesome, and it started a, a good partnership with that group where every year we would do that. And so this year, we were talking with Xavier Baez, who runs a feeding program down in Colombia where they serve about 35 kids every day who can't eat dinner and then give them homework assistance. And we said, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? What are you doing for Christmas? And he said, you know, we just don't, we don't, we can run what we're doing, but we can't really do more than that um, for, for Thanksgiving or for Christmas. And so we're going to partner up with them. We're going to support them. They have some families in need. So we're going to make some boxes and we're going to, church is going to buy turkeys and we're going to um, just put together a lavish Thanksgiving um, in a box for them and deliver it the Tuesday before Thanksgiving to the site, and so we're asking if people want to get involved, um, you know, maybe you can buy, you know, um, 35, we'll buy, we'll buy the turkeys, maybe you buy 35 boxes of macaroni and cheese, or, or potatoes, or, or whatever we can put in the boxes, you know, um, Gail in the back over there, she has a sign-up sheet, so she's going to help um, coordinate the whole thing, she's done this before, um, I came up with the crazy idea and made the connection, um, but we're, we're going to make it lavish, I'm going to put a note in there, you know, God, um, God has an bountiful love for us, and we want this to be a symbol that he loves you too. Now, when I say lavish, uh, in my house, um, you know, we buy Tastios, we, we don't buy Cheerios, you know, we buy the cheap stuff because, you know, daddy's cheap and it's the same thing. Um, but but if we're going to put it in the box, uh, we're, we're going to buy the Cheerios for them just to to demonstrate uh, just the lavishness of God's love because that's how it is. And so if you're interested, uh, there's sign up sheets in the back. We're going to do what we can. It's a simple thing. Um, so we're going to need some people to help. Um, pack the boxes, get them organized, some people to help deliver them, and some people to bring in some stuff uh, next week. But put your name on the list with Gail on your way out if you're interested in helping. We think it will be a great way to demonstrate the love of God. And so we, um, we appreciate anything you guys might want to do um, in, in that. So we love you guys. Be blessed. And you just have a great and wonderful weekend.